Welcome to Corizant Technologies, home of the Digital Executive Podcast. Welcome to the Digital Executive. Today's guest is Munib Mushtaq. Munib Mushtaq is an award-winning serial entrepreneur who has co-founded three tech companies to date. His entrepreneur journey expands over a decade as he started at the age of only 18 years and sold his first startup within two years. He then co-founded his second startup called Ask for Task, which is the second largest on-demand service platform in Canada. The company received the award of fastest growing startup in North America in 2017. Muneeb most recently co-founded a third tech startup called Airzai, a tech-first CPG-based startup that's innovating in the fragrance industry. The flagship product is called Airzai Aroma, a smart home diffuser that works with a smart app and uses premium Swiss-made fragrances containing natural ingredients. The company recently introduced a new line of air and surface disinfectant products in the wake of COVID-19 pandemic called Airzai Care. Well, good afternoon, Muneeb. Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Glad to be here. Awesome, Muneeb. This is great. You have a strong and successful journey in the entrepreneur space, and I really wanted to talk to you about that today, especially around tech companies. You've founded several, and now your recent startup is Airzai. Could you share with our audience the secret to your drive and success? Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, I like to call myself serial entrepreneur. I think it's one of those like, you know, modern terms where, you know, when you're so passionate and you see so much opportunity coming up in the world, you just don't stop at doing one thing. It's just so exciting to like, you know, build one thing or start something from nothing, build it, bring it to a certain stage. Then you go on to building other things. So I've been a serial entrepreneur for almost 10 years. And uh, to answer your question, I think the biggest drive is just doing exactly what my passion is or whatever I'm passionate about. It does not matter what industry it's from or what we're looking to disrupt. It's just that like, you know, uh, when I see massive opportunity and we're just like, hey, you know what? This is something that we can see happening or changing our daily life. That's what makes me jump out of the bed every single day. And that just gets everybody pumped to sort of like, you know, uh, dedicate the time and work towards in our team. Great. That's awesome. I appreciate you sharing. And, you know, I think every entrepreneur or CEO type that I've had on the show has expressed the same energy. And, you know, we want to all know what you're all drinking. That's for sure. Uh, just kidding. <laughs> Lots just of kidding. coffee. <laughs> Lots of coffee. That, that's for a, sure. That's that's amazing. No, thank you very much, Muneeb. As you know, everybody globally has to make major shifts and adapt to this new normal with the pandemic, right? Could you share with us what you're doing to adjust and stay relevant in this economy? Oh yeah, for sure. I think that's one of the things that I'm very proactively sharing with the world. And like, you know, sort of like we went through a lot of things, a lot of like, it was a roller coaster ride for us, literally, because what has happened is, Brian, that like, you know, the, the product that we're inventing with Airzai, it's a smart home fragrance diffuser, right? So think of it as like Nespresso for diffusers, where you buy a cartridge, pop it in, connects with your phone and voila, like you have a premium fragrance in your house. We've spent almost like two years doing intensive R&D on the product. And like, you know, our team was working diligently to get the product to the market. We're headquartered here in, in, in Toronto and like, you know, but of course the production was going to happen. It, the product is designed in California. Our design team is in San Francisco, California, and our production was supposed to happen in China. So our timeline was actually going into production right after Chinese New Year, uh, which is like, you know, towards end of January. And that is where like, you know, the, the sign of this coronavirus has started to pop up where like, you know, it's 
started to spread out of Wuhan and into like other areas in China and started shutting down. And all of that is escalated pretty fast because like, you know, before we knew it, like, you know, early Feb, right after Chinese New Year, the whole China was shut down. No factories were opening up and it was just mayhem. Like, you know, like nobody knew what was happening. And so for us going into production was pretty much impossible, right? Like, you know, no, no factory was opening. Nobody was taking any orders because of that. Like, you know, we weren't able to actually start our marketing and like, you know, pre-order campaign to actually sell the product and then start shipping it. We were expecting to start shipping it within 90 days. So all of our plans sort of like, you know, they just like went on hold, like abruptly, like all of a sudden it's like, Hey, all of this is not happening and nobody knows what the timeline is. And so like, you know, being a startup, it's very important to be resilient and adaptable to changes. And for us, it was just a matter of, okay, like we have a very limited runway and like, you know, we need to figure out the resources that we have. How do we adjust them? What do we do to sort of like, you know, survive this storm? And on top of that, I was actually in Middle East at that time. I was in Dubai. So far, we have raised around like, you know, $5 million in seed money. And we were actually closing on another almost $2 million round of funding. And like, you know, I was proactively taking meetings with investors and we were on the verge of closing them. And like, you know, and I'm literally in Middle East and everything is looking fine. So towards end of February now, like, you know, it's still, it's in China. It's slowly starting to spread in other Asian countries, but like Middle East or North America was like, nothing was happening. It was all normal. It was business as usual. And so boom, like in a matter of week and a half or two weeks, everything started shutting down there as well. So what ended up happening is that like, you know, our investment went on hold as well. So not only we weren't able to go into production, like, you know, the equity that we were raising or fundraising we're doing that went on hold as well. And that was an eye opener for us. We were just like, Hey, you know what, what can we do? And that is where we came up with this idea where we were like, okay, like we have tons of R and D, we have tons of like, you know, resources that we can sort of dedicate towards the pandemic. Cause we knew the sanitization products, the disinfecting products and all this is going to be the new reality. And so like, you know, our team started working with our partners and all, and like, you know, we started doing R and D and that's where we came up with this new product called Airs I Care, which is like an air and surface disinfectant. And so all of this took a couple of weeks for us to just set up our Shopify store, set up the production line, source the materials and start shipping. And that just, it's just came out of nowhere. Like, you know, I couldn't even imagine us doing these kind of products if like, you know, the, the, the pandemic or the virus have never come the world. Wow. That's amazing. You know, I've heard a lot of pivot stories on this podcast, but that is definitely going to take the cake for this podcast. Honestly, thanks for sharing, Muneeb. I appreciate that and appreciate your persistence as an entrepreneur. Muneeb, are there any new or emerging technologies that you're leveraging today within your company? Anything you might care to share with our audience? Oh yeah, for sure. Absolutely. So I think, you know, what has happened, like, and we've, we've all seen this, like the usage and the utilization of tech has just skyrocketed, right? I think everybody knew there was going to be virtual stuff that would be happening down the road, but nobody knew that it would be accelerated so fast, like, you know, starting with remote work. So I would say that, look, internally, like our teams are fully remote now. Like, you know, we, we had a, we actually have a head office in downtown Toronto, uh, which has just been sitting empty for past five months now because there's no more dependency on a physical commercial space. Initially, it was a little bit hard, but like, you know, uh, like everybody else, we sort of learned uh, being a tech company, we already had processes in place. So I was actually in Middle East for like three months after that. I was stuck there due to pandemic. So efficiently running the company, it was perfect. Now talking about external aspect in our products, 
A hundred percent. Like, you know, even though the product that we were building or we were inventing, it's primarily for fragrance. So bringing premium fragrance to indoor spaces. So like, you know, like how you have it in your upscale hotels and all that, that experience. And we're doing like their Swiss made premium fragrances that we're using. So that experience is covered, but we're leveraging tech to actually enable that experience. So what I mean by that is it's not just a smart device by using it from your app. It's actually, it learns from your behavior. It actually adjusts to your lifestyle. So how much time you're spending in living room and then like, you know, in your bedroom and all. So it just sort of adjusts and diffuses fragrances accordingly. So I think one new aspect that we have seen that is picking up is just utilization of AI. I think this artificial intelligence that we're using, and I think predominantly the, the biggest use right now is combating, uh, combating your, like, you know, the COVID-19. And I think even in our products now, it was primarily supposed to be a fragrance-based product. And now we're looking at it as like, you know, bringing in disinfectant properties as well. So when it's actually running in your home, we're leveraging the technology to not only make your home smell good, but actually disinfecting the environment as well. So I would say we're very excited to actually like, you know, uh, bring this product to the market because the technology that we're leveraging is something that is not only going to bring premium experience, it's actually going to protect you and your loved ones or the guests in the home as well. Thank you for sharing. That's most interesting how we're leveraging machine learning these days to our everyday lives and everything we do. And yours is just a perfect example of that. So thanks for sharing, Muneeb. Muneeb, last question here. Everybody wants to know more about you. Can you share something from your career experience that would be helpful for those looking to grow their career in leadership or break into entrepreneurship? Oh, yeah. I love talking about this topic, to be honest. And you know what, actually, uh, a little bit of a plug here, actually, too, because like, you know, I started my social media, especially Instagram. I don't charge for anything, nothing at all. It was just like, you know, uh, when I used to talk to my team and we used to do huddles and all, and I would like get people motivated. Like, you know, my my social media manager, she was like, hey, Manip, do you mind if I record this video and put this on your Instagram? Like, you know, it's good if people listen to this as well. I was like, cool. And this was like almost a year and a half ago or so. I'm closing on almost 100K followers. So it's like, I like to give back sort of like, you know, share like what was my journey because I'm still building and like, you know, sort of going through that journey. So I think in a nutshell, Ryan, like, you know, what I would say is that for me, it's, it's been, I think two to three factors that have actually enabled me to, to keep going, to not quit, to sort of be where I am right now. And for any aspiring entrepreneurs, and I think like, you know, there's a lot of people who are actually in nine to five right now, they're looking to start something or there are people who are stuck in their careers and they want to upgrade or sort of like, you know, advance in their career. The number one advice I always tell everybody is that, and and I really mean it, is to actually be passionate about what you're doing. I think life is too short to be stuck in a miserable job or with a miserable boss or like in a situation or condition that doesn't get you excited on a day-to-day basis. I think we all have it in our power to make that drastic change. It seems scary and it can feel scary, but once you take that step, that critical step, the freedom, the happiness, the success that comes with it is unparalleled. So I always, doesn't matter what stage of life you're at, what age you're at, it's just very important to sort of like, you know, uh, take that leap towards happiness. So that's the first thing. The second thing is, I would say, again, a little bit cliche, but not quitting whatever the circumstances are. And I think this pandemic is a perfect example of that. And I don't even want to take my example. I think there are so many people around me uh, who have just like, you know, doesn't matter if they were in hospitality business, travel business that got, got totally floored, that got completely smashed. And rather than sort of like, you know, dreading it, rather than actually stressing out about it, the first instinct that they had was that, okay, what do I have? What haven't I not lost yet? Or like, you know, how can I rebuild this? Or what can I do to sort of like, you know, get back 
on track or even just survive. And I feel programming your mind or developing the discipline where any sort of, it doesn't matter what kind of adversity you're hit with, like, you know, your, your mind defaults to finding an action plan rather than just like, you know, surrendering or just giving up, oh, you know what, this wasn't meant to be. And I think part of that is just, again, going back to my first point, which is just doing what you're passionate about, because like, you know, what else would you be doing in life, right? Like, it's just a matter of, okay, like, you know, I have to scale down, I have to let go of some things, I have to do these, I have to make these critical decisions or like, you know, hard decisions but ultimately I will get back on two feet. So having that positive mindset, that belief in yourself, in your ability, because like, you know, we all started from zero and there is a reason we are or where somebody is, right? So if they fall down, they're having that sort of uh, mindset and believe that I can pick myself up and get back on there to that level and even further than that is critical. And I think like, you know, I've, I've read a lot of books of people who are far more successful, who have accomplished far more than where I am right now. And the common aspect that I find in all of them is just their ability to just handle the crisis and not give in. And that's where I think the breakthrough happens. Amazing story, amazing journey, Muneeb. I appreciate you sharing that. That's amazing. Muneeb, it was a pleasure having you on the show today, and I look forward to speaking with you real soon. Likewise, thank you for having me. Thank you for like, you know, sharing my thoughts, my two cents. It was, it, it was fun. <laughs> I had a great time. Thank you. Bye for now.